Hey everybody and welcome to the Darkcast. This is DCI number 46 and I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. In this episode, Brian and I got to talk to John O'Neill uh, of Sparkplug Games, who's currently working on Mech Runner, which is not a Temple Run clone, uh, but is a endless runner in which you play as a transforming mech with plasma axes, energy blades, and of course giant guns and uh, missiles and, and whatnot. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh, conversation also got hijacked by some Firefly discussion because if you didn't know it, there is a Firefly game in the works, so um, if you've never seen Firefly, then pause this podcast, go binge watch it on Netflix, and then come back and continue listening. We had a great conversation with John. I hope you enjoy it. If you want to find out more about DarkStation, you can do that at DarkStation.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at DarkStation underscore com. If you want to subscribe to us, you can do that on iTunes. We are the DarkCast. While you're there, give us a review and let us know what you think of the show. And finally, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at podcast at DarkStation.com. For more information about MechRunner or Firefly, check out the links in the show notes to this episode. As always, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. Ron and Paul, how are you guys doing today? Right, very good. We're doing great. We're in San Francisco at the um, Mobile Gaming Summit. Awesome. Awesome. I did not realize wow. that that was actually right now. I'm a terrible video game journalist. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they had free passes for the media. I'm sorry, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's only on the other side of the country for me, so... I probably wouldn't have been able to make it. <laughs> um, but uh, so you guys are at the uh, the mobile uh, video game summit. How's that been going? Is did that uh, was the first day today or? That was the first day. Yeah, they they brought in a bunch of presenters, and they're talking about how to make money with games, what works with games, how to keep track of what you to start doing in a very informative meeting. Good deal, good deal. How many uh, more days do you have of it? It's just a two-day conference. Two um, days, okay. They, they have one, yeah, I have one out on your way. It's by a Mr. Intellection, I think it's called. And um, there's one out your way um, normally in the fall. So it's not a good conference. Uh, you know, the gaming market is changing so much. And, one thing that was kind of exciting to me is that they keep emphasizing no matter how big or small you are, the most important thing you should do is keep in touch with your players and spend more time on your forms than spending time on figuring out how to do in-app purchases. And we certainly agree with that. We, we do things that, that make our game better each day. Cool. That sounds sounds like an awesome place to be. Um, so before we kind of get to talking about uh, Block Story, uh, if you guys could tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do at Mind Blocks. All right, my name is Paul Pacheco. I am the CEO of and co-founder of Mind Blocks. 
So we started a couple of years ago, started the company, started making this game called Block Story, which is kind of like an RPG mixed with sandbox. And people get to complete quests and level up and develop their character. And at the same time, they can build whatever they want. So we started that, we launched on Android a couple of years ago. And the game has been very successful. We've had 4.5 million downloads already. Sorry, but it, the the first part of that was kind of in and out. So I know you're on Steam hey, now, sorry, but uh, towards the end, towards the end, it sounded good. But at the beginning there, okay. I'm not, you not sure start? what you said. If you could, All right, you want me to go over? Yeah, if you could, that'd be great. I'm Ron Jenkins. Um, I'm the director of business development for Mindblock Studio. I met Paul about uh, six about a year ago when I was working for a company called Moga. Uh, which is a controller for mobile games. Uh, Paul was one of our first developers that we worked very closely with. And then I went to work with Paul about six months ago. Uh, since that time, we have continued to update the mobile product as much as we can. And recently, uh, we're really excited. Uh, on uh, April 25th, we launched on Steam. So that was a big day for us. And I was just going to ask you, Jonathan and Brian, uh, are we going to be part of the lawsuit because we're on this? Uh, um, you guys being all the people who uh, are using uh, uh, the guy who's suing everybody who does the type of work that you do. I I hope not. <laughs> are you talking about the 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 patrol dude who's really into uh, trying to go after podcasts? Yeah, you going after podcasts. Yeah. Oh, that guy's a strip. Is that guy still going after it? I remember um, hearing a, uh, what was it? I think it was This American Life episode, like two or three, yeah, four, or five I, years ago. <laughs> I, I didn't I realize he was still doing it. Yeah, <laughs> with, uh, with the Adam Carolla show and like one other show, but there's that guy's got a, you know, a snowball's chance at hell of getting anything from anybody. Well, why, why I said that is that the court cases, there's a place outside of Dallas where Nintendo sued they're, they're very famous for getting these type of lawsuits accepted. So I was I was just kidding since we were from Dallas. So sorry, Jonathan, I didn't, no didn't mean to. <laughs> no problem. No, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's good. You keep us on our game. We'll keep you on your game. Absolutely. <laughs> so you said that you guys are uh, in Dallas. That's where the the studio is located. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how how big is the studio? Yeah. Yeah. At the moment, we are in. It's uh, five people right now. Okay. It started out as two people working on on a garage, and we have grown. So, it, and we now have five people working for us. 
Awesome. Awesome. So, what do you guys actually do um, on the, the game? Obviously, uh, there's a very kind of uh, business side to, to what you do. Do, do either of you have <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a little more hands-on with kind of the, the game creation uh, part or the, the port to the, or maybe I shouldn't say port, but the, the version on PC that's uh, just recently been released on Steam? Yes, you know, one of the things that I'm here for is to keep Paul from worrying about things like business and all <laughs> these other things. I, I want Paul to focus what he does best, which is uh, creation and creative director of the game. He's the head, he's the programmer of the game. Uh, he works with his partner in Russia uh, and want them to focus entirely on writing on the game. So uh, I have nothing to do with creative except for say, okay. If you want to do it that way, that'd be one way to do it. But <laughs> so, so Paul, when you said that you're the CEO, what you really meant was you're like half the company. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, I thought of half the company. Yeah. So, yeah. I started the company with my partner in Russia. Mm-hmm. But I um, never seen him. Uh, we work over the internet. We met on online on some forum. And we kind of saw that we had the same vision for the kind of game we wanted to make. We wanted to go to make some kind of block building game with our RPG. And, you know, after a while, we started cooperating and decided, you know, let's make a game together. Instead of him going out doing his game and me doing my game, we decided to team up and do one game. Awesome. Very, very cool. So what, walk us through, for those who are not familiar with it, what, what is Block Story? Block Story is um, it's an RPG, first and foremost. You have your character, and you develop your character and level up a few key monsters. And uh, in complete quest, help out the NPCs, the characters that are in the game. And we also, we also got the combination of block building game in there. So we the players can build whatever they want, can build their castle, their their houses, their um, they can mine, dig and explore. There's uh, ten ecosystems that it, to, to explore and collect uh, in mine stuff. And uh, and yeah, they, they, that's, that's pretty much a game. And uh, we have it on Android. We have it on iPhone. And we recently launched on Steam. It's a it's a never-ending uh, role-playing game, and it has dragons. So what else do you need? <laughs> nice. That, that's excellent. Um, when you say uh, never-ending, you know, most of the time when you talk about like an RPG and you have so, you, is this more kind of like just keeping the quest going, or is there a, an actual story that keeps growing and getting longer as uh, the player goes along? There's a there's a storyline which is based on quests. So by completing the quest, you're you're advancing the story, and earning new things, uh, earning new items, and uh, helping the NPC out and give you your reward. So there is an end to the storyline. However, the world is infinite, and you can continue playing even after you complete all the quests. And we're adding quests all the time. So um, so yeah, the the story really the game is not. 
really meant to end at any point. We'll continue adding stuff to it. There are several different worlds you can go into. Paul, why don't you talk about some of the worlds? So, for example, we have we have a world up in the sky. We have a world. We have like hell down below. You can dig down and you get to, to hell. You can get to a Atlantis, you know, the sea. There's tons of things for the player to explore. There's a cave and we have uh, and we have a lot of creatures also to populate this uh, this world. So we have we have about 90, 90 something creatures um, that you can hunt and, and interact with. And they're wow. spread out of these uh, these ecosystems. A dragon that that um, becomes your your friend. And oh yeah, so you you can have a, a bunch of pets, or pets or creatures that will companions, if you will, including the dragon that will help you in battle. Nice. That's, this that's sounds in, in, enormous. How did you manage to get this all on like an Android or an iOS device? <laughs> Well, you know what? If you would have asked me that question five, well, even three years ago, I would have told you that, that's nonsense. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that can't happen. So, yeah, see, it was quite a challenge to get it to work on uh, mobile. Is this something that's all, is it all kind of server side where you're running everything? Because I noticed that the, like, I've got an iOS device, so just looking at the download, it's it's a pretty for what you're talking about. It's a pretty slim, like seventy or so megabytes. Um, what what kind of interactions is there as far as does it need an internet connection? Is this something I can do offline, or do I need to to kind of be online and be communicating to keep this going? You can be completely offline. You can put your your phone in plain mode and play fine. Everything happens in your phone. Wow. Okay. All right. And and that's because uh, Paul built the engine himself. And that, that that's what allows it to be that way. It's not a, it's a proprietary his own engine, so that allows it to do a lot of things that normally you couldn't do. Is there is there multiplayer around with it, or is this kind of more more along the lines of like a single player exploration? One of the features, one of the many features people have been asking for is multiplayer. Everybody wants multiplayer. We are taking all feedback into consideration and we're investigating all sort of features that we can put into the full game. Um, multiplayer is certainly one of them. Okay, cool. So currently it's single player, but there's obviously there's a there's a very robust experience that you're having to to kind of build the other stuff into. So that's that's completely understandable. And especially putting kind of putting the player first and making sure that all that's available for as you said, if I could play in an airplane mode, that's that's a pretty cool thing. Yes, yes, we definitely. I, I think there's a lot of value in having a single play mode, single player mode, because um, people travel a lot, right? You're on the phone, you're on the plane, you're on a train, you're on, and you want to play by yourself, and there is value in single player. And and the other thing that's nice about being on early access with Steam is that our game is cross compatible. So you might be playing it on your mobile device or on your PC device, and then when you go to your other device, you'll be able to continue playing the game. So if you're playing the game really? in your middle of the bus, you can you can on your PC and you're going to get on the bus and 
or train and ride to work, um, you can keep playing the game on your mobile device. Nice. That's that's that, not that's something you see really a lot of. <laughs> that's that's really neat. Um, oh, a true crossplay. That's really cool. Yeah. That's. So so how do the uh, the PC version and the the tablet version or the the mobile version kind of compare? Obviously, uh, or not obviously, but uh, currently, uh, Block Story is in uh, early access on Steam. Uh, so. I, I assume you're making a lot of revisions to that to kind of take a, advantage of, uh, you know, a PC versus versus a, a tablet. Kind of how's that going? What what are some of the differences between the the PC and the mobile version? Well, to get as much feedback as possible in the early access, we just wanted to put the game essentially it's similar to what we have on the tablet on the PC as soon as possible and receive real feedback from users to see what they wanted. So it's, it's easier to build a game based on actual gamer feedback than to try to figure out what they want, than to try to guess what they want. Mm -hmm. um, that said, there are some optimizations specifically for PC, such as you got greater view distance and you have better graphics. And, um, and well, obviously the controllers are tuned for PC with the mouse and keyboard. So, so you know that's the beauty of early access now on Steam. You can you can take your game and say, you know, turn to the community and say, what can we do? You know, how can we make this thing better? And um, uh, you know, certainly there's there's the things you can do with a PC are are greater. We have to weigh everything we do. You know, if if we do a lot of things on the PC then you lose your cross-compatibility uh, application. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, we have to find what the community wants us to do, and um, we're moving on that quickly. We, You know, that's why we've added a couple more folks. Uh, we're ready to um, move as quickly as possible. One of the things that I think you'll be seeing from us on early access is every couple of months we'll have major updates, and those major updates will be made with with comments from from players on on how to make our game better, we have a major update coming in mobile uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, but in two months, you know, so two months from when we launched, so uh, in June, end of June, sometime, we hope to have a major update for the PC uh, product on Steam as well. So, what have been some of the um the challenges that you've come across in taking a game that, you know, if at, at first glance somebody would probably assume would be not on a, a mobile device, but you made work on a mobile device, and now you're kind of bringing to the the PC realm. Well, well as far as challenges goes, the, making an infinite world in a tiny phone is pretty challenging by itself. I mean. That is pretty tough thing to do, but to your second point, yes, yeah, so we get that a lot. A lot of people say, "Oh, this is actually a mobile, a mobile game," because people see the videos and they assume. I've seen a lot of people are just assuming, "Okay, this is PC game," because we have so much content that they don't think um, it's, a, it's a mobile phone, a mobile uh, application. One of the things that we would like to do also is um, we're working with a gentleman to, to work on a new score for the, for the game. 
But the problem is on mobile, you know, you, you have problem putting music and a lot of things on a, on a mobile game because of the size limitations. But then there's another freedom we might have from PC is we can really add some some richness to the game with with um, better uh, audio effects and, and some more innovative music um, to to fit you know the different different areas uh, to the different class to the different types of things that that the player might want to do. You know we really want to stress that this is a game that people can come into and make it their own and make it like they want to play it, and that and that's the you know the real fun of the game. Awesome. Yeah, that is that is very awesome. Um, we, in in kind of this post Minecraft world, um, do you find that kind of having that blocky, um, kind of creative look uh, to your game is is kind of a hindrance or, or something that you need to push past, or are people kind of open to still open to that experience to seeing what more you have to offer, even though like it's that kind of base is still there. Well, I, you know, I, you know, we we really think it's a compliment sometimes when people say we we look a lot like Minecraft. But Minecraft is a wonderful game. But sometimes people say we're a cross between Minecraft and Skyrim, which is, you know, gee, okay, I'll take that. that. Yeah, I would but, take that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but, but one of the things that we're really working with with our update is is new textures. Uh, we're trying to make it all it can be. You know, it, you know. Um, voxel games is, is a genre just like first-person shooter, just like you know side-scroller. Um, so you're going to have some limitations to that, but I think people really like that because one of the thing nice things about I mean, if you go on our Steam site, you know, you know, please go to the to the Steam store and look our game up and look up our community, and you'd just be amazed what people create. People create huge. Tabernacles. People create huge villages. All sorts of beautiful artwork that they can with this game, and I think that's what that platform allows you to do is, is to really build things. I'm, I'm sure that's why Minecraft has been so popular. With I know they are with 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 uh, my kids. Is that they get to play and do things that that normally you can't do in a video game. They can build it themselves. So that framework of voxel games. Uh, you know, no, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I I've been playing the Wii for years with guys who don't have legs, and somehow I seem to get past. <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel bad beating a guy with tennis that you know he has no legs, but anyway. <laughs> you know, you got you do what you got to do when you're presented with the game. You have to you always put your best foot forward. If you were to if you were to give in, that would that would make you look bad. <laughs> Only exception to that is when you're playing a six-year-old. In that case, just just lose. It's easier that way. You know, we were talking with our with our um, with our writer, who's to uh, the other day on working on some things, and we were talking about, you know, um, well, why did you get to block? You know, why are you in this world and all these types of things? We kind of were fighting between explaining to people why you were there. And the difference is, you know, you know, we kind of compared it to the, the the TV series Lost. I mean, it wasn't really important that it was a plane crash; it was that they were there, you know. And it it, it 
it's always interesting to try to go through that storyline plot of, of what's going on because, you know, in role-playing games, one of the things that's really important is you've got to give enough freedom to the, to the player to make it, again, their game and, and so they can decide why they're there or not. Um, Paul and I have an ongoing argument. One of the creatures is a spider, and spider is my favorite thing. And uh, our, our game skews very openly between half female and males, and we get a lot of comments from the from the females that the spider is too creepy. And I think he's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spider. I'm I'm gonna break the CM and say it's probably creepy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people just. Avoid, they don't go to the caves because it's full of spiders in the game. So oh, okay, so you just stay, stay away from there, you stay away from spiders? Yep. That's right. That's good to know. Good tips, everybody. Stay away from the caves, stay away from spiders. Now, with, on, on you know, on, on uh, Ron's side of things, is there a reason to go into the caves with the spiders? Because, I mean, the spider's a great fighter, and, and you get the spider and getting to be your friend. And he's actually actually one of the better creatures to fight with. So, yeah, make him your friend. Okay, so you go into the caves on a mission of peace. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah, spread that love inside the cave. That's right. That spider love. Great, icky spider love. So you mentioned um, kind of earlier in the the interview that you can make. uh, a lot of different uh, animals and uh, creatures, your pets, including dragons, and then you mentioned that you can kind of make spiders your pet. Can any enemy that you fight be made into uh, something, some sort of creature that serves you as a evil overlord? I assume that's what you would be if you have evil creatures serving you, an evil overlord. But uh, we do. Well, now we have uh, five different creatures that you can summon in. That will be your, your companion. Okay. Uh, we're always introducing the content, so who knows what the future might bring. Okay, so. There's a cat, a dog, a spider, mm-hmm. and a uh, dragon, and um, this alien dog. The alien dog. I like this that, that scale kind of tips real heavy on one side. <laughs> I like this world where dragons and aliens coexist. That's that's good. That doesn't happen enough. We should have dragons and aliens in yeah. more games. <laughs> but, but no vamp. But we have no vampires or, or zombies. They're not allowed. <laughs> that's fine. That's that. You know, that's perfectly acceptable. We could have an alien dog and a dragon. I'm I'm good with that trade off. Especially the vampire one. We don't. You know. There's enough of those those guys out there. They'll let them sparkle somewhere else. <laughs> so, um, you launched on Steam uh, at the end of April, uh, and you you mentioned hoping to have a, a big update to both the the mobile platform and the the Steam version pretty soon. When do you see uh, Storyblocks uh, becoming like a fit or? You know, officially released. You know, not in early access. Well, it's officially on mobile. Early access process. You know, sometimes folks go to, you know, just regular Steam in six months, and some people take a year. You know, we're 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 not in a hurry. Um, 
we just again, uh, want to make the game as, as, as good as possible. So it'll be when we feel like uh, people are, you know, the demand for the game is, is, is high and that people are comfortable with it and that we have a good roadmap to move ahead, you know, with the game, go to the Steam. Uh, early access, there's some, some folks have been on early access for over a year. Um, you know, we hope to be a little quicker than that, but but whatever the, the community takes us to, we are. You know, the mobile game is fully released. As Paul pointed out, we've had 4.5 million um, active downloads, and we have uh, 30,000 active users, daily users, and about 400,000 active users a month. So we have a very active mobile community. Mm-hmm. And if you if you go to our if you go to our, our Steam website. Again, uh, the community page. I, I'm just blown away of pages after pages after pages of people um, sending us uh, 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 screenshots that they've made of the game. You know, I wonder if anybody does anything but make play block story, which I guess is all right with us. A lot of work <laughs> on there. Never wonder that they never play enough block story, right? Well, Paul tells me that. We actually have another community site in Russia. You know, my partner being Russian, he, he created this massive community in Russia saying, and, and those guys can build stuff there. I'll tell you that there's these giant castles in, in towns that they build in. It's unbelievable how much the community has picked up both in Russia and in, in Steam. We have a very global game. Uh, you know, uh, um, our our users are about 50% um, the United States, and then 50% everywhere else. Uh, second is is Russian users. They're about 10% of our users, but we have a we have a good population around the world. That's excellent. That's excellent. Is the 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 chances that that the Russian users are also playing with a dash cam attached? Is that is that high? That's a bad Russian joke. I'm sorry about that. I know, no, I, I got it. He didn't. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, with the with the frequency they have of of interesting things exploding in the air above them, it's a it's a chance that oh, they're okay. playing block story while life's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, and one of our one of our our, our uh, folks who. What's nice is I get a lot of I handle a lot of the answers to the community, and I get a lot of questions in Russian. And thank God I can send them to to our friend in Russia to tell me what he's saying. And most of the time they're very nice. <laughs> I just don't understand what it what it says. <laughs> global the, the 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 pitfalls of a global community of having that reach. That's that's not a bad thing. No. no. All right, Jonathan. I, you got anything else? Um, I, I don't think so. I think that okay. does it for me. All right, let's go ahead. Well, so we're gonna get yeah. to our, uh, we're gonna get to our end game then, our, uh, our little uh, end of the interview questionnaire. Um, as Jonathan said, we kind of modeled it a little after inside the actor studio. It's uh, six questions. Um, they're more towards you than towards the company or the game. So uh, you know, feel free to uh, take a moment and think about it. And uh, here we go. 
Uh, question number no. one, as Jonathan alluded to a little earlier, um, who is your favorite video game protagonist? Well, I'm 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 trying to think who my favorite. I, I, uh, in Skyrim, if you kill a woman, um, which is an awful thing to do, uh, they come <laughs> back as ghosts and they bug you for the rest of your life, which is a really interesting thing. So I would say the ghost women in in Skyrim who follow you around and, and gripe at you about how bad you're fighting. <laughs> that's probably the most original answer to the question we've had so far that's excellent absolutely it's fantastic and I think my my all time favorite my all time favorite would be Lara Croft you know it's the very first uh, 3D game the third person game that I played and she you know she looks nice sure yeah <laughs> Did you get a chance to play the uh, the new reboot? Yes, I haven't gone. I haven't done the whole thing, but yes, I played some of it. Oh, definitely keep, keep going when you get the chance. That uh, the the way they kind of tie her back to her original character and give her some some nice moves is really cool. No, I, I really enjoyed that. No, game. don't don't pay attention to Brian. He's no. It's excellent. No, it's not. It's but no. flipping flipping it that coin. Um, who would be your, who's your favorite video game antagonist? Who's your favorite bad guy? Ron, you're setting the you're setting the bar real high with the uh, with the ghost women. Uh, I know, I know. I gotta, I gotta think of um, I worked on an educational game uh, called uh, Quest of Lava Mountain that nobody's ever heard of. But there was a terrible bug in a cave that you couldn't kill no matter. I mean, you just beat it to death. It was supposed to be this educational game about nutrition, and you ended up just beating the hell out of this bug. So I'd say the bug in Quest of Lava Mountain, which nobody will ever be able to find, but it was my worst. <laughs> That's, I like it. We will go, we will use For it. me, um, favorite antagonist. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in a video game, oh. It has to be, you know, anything anything with dragons, I, I dig that up. Any dragon fire, breathing fire on me, including the Skyrim dragons, for example, they're great. Yeah, dragons are pretty great. Yeah, those things are, I, those things are built. I can't argue impressive. against that, so. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. I, I will I will gladly accept dragons as, a, as an antagonist. All right. Um, um, wait, we're going to add a, a new question, this off-the-cuff. What's your favorite dragon? Oh. Oh, a sub-question. Yes, sub-question. Uh, uh-huh. My favorite dragon is Puff, the magic one. <laughs> As an interesting side note, um, we actually have a Puff, the magic dragon uh, storybook that I just read my my toddler tonight before I put him on to bed to come do the interview. So there you go. It's like it's all tied side. together. Yeah. Yeah. I would be. I, I play with my daughter, uh, Spyro. Spyro is pretty cool. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Non out there dragons. That's good stuff. Um, third, third actual question. Um, what would be your 
your kind of least favorite theme or uh, or trope in video games today that you'd like to see go away? Well, okay. That I'd like to see going away, huh? Yeah. Well? Something you think video games could do without. Okay. Mm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well... We're thinking. That's, that's, yeah. that's some of it. I mean, that's, uh, well, uh, yeah, okay. I never liked those games where, where uh, you never know what to do next, like Monkey Island. Uh, I couldn't, I, I never could get into those. Like, you're searching around and, and looking for hours, looking for something, for what to do next, and you can never figure it out until you Google that tutorial. Those games I can't stand. I, I, I think the thing I hate is people. Yes. I, I, I think the people who put things in games, especially in-app purchases, which allows you to make the game, you know, so easy that it not becomes a game. Hmm. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind it's, of the the pay-to-win feature. Yeah, you you just buy your way to the end, you know, and and you know, I have a miracle gun that just blows everybody in the world up, and you know, I win. You know, yeah, I hate that. And, you know, people will do that because people will pay for it. So I that's the one trend I would like to see is, is not people, you know, pay to win. I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, yeah, just because you can do it doesn't necessarily mean you should do it. And that, that I could definitely agree with that one, too. Um, if you uh, outside... Oh, awesome. Uh-huh, no, keep going. Well, I said, I'd also like to get the 12-year-old Korean kid who keeps killing me in all my co-op play games. I'd like to find him. And, uh, <laughs> Should we put him down as like a secondary antagonist? You know, my wife's with me, so I will beat him to a pole. She'll hold you back. Uh, um, question number four. Uh, outside of Block Story, um, are there any other um, iOS or Android games that, uh, or even stuff in like early access that's kind of caught your attention and people should keep an eye on? Um, I, I like Clash of Clans. So, hmm. I mean, it's a great game. I think uh, Supercell, there's just a bunch of genius, and uh, I enjoy all the games. I'm level, what? Level 80, I think, man. And, uh, you know, I keep getting frustrated every time somebody takes my goal. Um, I, I, there's, there's a lot of interesting free-to-play games on Steam that, that I'm finding are, are very different and very interesting because of the model. And it's interesting to see how they're positioning those free-to-play games. Um, again, you don't, you know, you don't have to, have to buy things to play them, but but I would I would I would tell folks to go look at the free to play games on Steam. They're very interesting. Uh, you know, they take the power of uh, they do some beautiful things, and you know, it, it, it's free to play. And if you want to continue to play it, you know, you can you can do that. But it's a good place to, to go and, and try out a bunch of new games. Anyone in particular come to mind? Uh, the I can't think of the name of it. It's it, 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 
I'm sorry, I can't remember. It's like Nothel, N-O-T-E-L or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But I'll Google. No. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Brian, you still there? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. So <laughs> I accidentally hit a button. Um, question number five. Um, if you could try any other profession, um, no restrictions, um, is there anything else you'd like to try? Not not saying that, you know, you're going to fail, like you've, you've failed or anything and you have to do something else. Just a dream, any any other kind of weird dream that you had that, that you'd like to try? I'd like to be a uh, high school football coach because I was tortured by mine and I'd like to get back at all the children I could torture like I was in high school. So, no, I'd like to do it. <laughs> uh, you're, you're probably going to look at me like I'm crazy, but I like, uh, I would be skydiver instructor. Okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. I have to get off the phone now. I have to go call our insurance company. <laughs> And check on our key man policy. <laughs> <laughs> Why an instructor? Just because you'd get to do it all the time? Because you get to do it all the time, and I, I do enjoy you know, working with people and teaching. So it's okay. it just looks like a lot of fun. That's I, am an, am I, I am a skydiver. I am a skydiver already, so. but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> uh, we get to our final question. Um, at the end of our lives, when we come to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad is standing there with the book of our deeds, uh, what would you like him to say to you before he lets you in? Wow. I'll say who? Let's <laughs> pretend, Paul. There isn't really a Toad. Uh, let's see. Um... What would I like him to say? Really like to laugh at stuff, didn't you? That's what I'd like him to say. Me. And Paul doesn't know. <laughs> I would like him not to. I would like to tell him not to ask him stupid questions about what to do on his computer like I do every day. <laughs> It's like, oh, good, you're here. I need IT support. It'd be Nevada for him because there'd be no computers there, you know, and he'd have to ask questions on how to fix things. So. <laughs> well, awesome. Congratulations. You guys win. You pass. <laughs> There's no prize. Okay. Sorry. There, there are no prizes. Yeah. Um, this, this, this has been been fun. When did, when will it air? Will it be before the lawsuit or after the lawsuit? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a half and half. We'll We're, put one up and then as like a uh, as a teaser, and then should it go yeah. our way, we will <laughs> then we'll be the prize. Oh, we'll end it in a, yeah, we'll a cliffhanger. Yeah, we'll, we'll say it's, it's something besides what it is and change the name of it. No, it won't be able to do it. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, no, this this will actually uh, well, people hearing me say this will be kind of confused because they're listening to me say that this is coming out in the future. Uh, but I've got a couple more uh, interviews that are coming up this week, so this will probably be middle to end of uh, next week. Um, so halfway through May is when everyone will get to listen to this. I guess that's about halfway Great. through May, right? Great. Yeah. Great. Please send us a link. And we'll Absolutely. Send it all our, right? Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, for sitting down and talking to us about uh, Block Story today. Uh, hope you guys have great success in the the Steam campaign. Uh, I, I know that, as you said, you know your community's kind of rallying behind you, and I hope that that just that grows for you. So if you could just send us out by letting our listeners know where they can go to find out more information about Block Story. The uh, best place to go for uh, Black Story is on on Steam, and uh, just Google in their games, Google in Black Story, and it'll come up to our Steam page. Or you can always go to our our website, and it is so simple. It's BlackStory.net. Awesome. Well, thank you, you guys. Community. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to say. We're trying to say that on the on the website there's a community and forum that we we hope to hear from lots of people and jump in and chat. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys once again for for joining us, and I hope you have a good day. All right. Thank you, Jonathan and Brian.